Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 15 years now, we've been asking the franchisepreneurs of all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Philip Watson, the vice president of business development for Phoenix Salon Suites. And Phoenix Salon Suites is the nation's leading salon suite concept that provides upscale and customizable suites for independent lifestyle professionals. And we're going to talk to Philip about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around, because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 15 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Philip Watson, the vice president of business development for Phoenix Salon Suites. At Phoenix Salon Suites is the nation's leading salon suite concept that provides upscale and customizable suites for independent lifestyle professionals. Hi, Philip. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing well, Marty. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, this is my pleasure, Philip. We always like to ask your guests, where are you calling from this morning, Philip? 
I'm actually calling from Atlanta, Georgia, but the uh, company is based out of California. Okay, fantastic. That's terrific. I thought, you know, maybe we can start off, you know, you can describe the Phoenix Salon Suites franchise to our listeners, and then, you know, maybe then we can dive a little bit into the history. I know there's an amazing story behind the company. Yeah, absolutely. So Phoenix Salon Suites, we license out um, fully enclosed uh, salon suites for not only salon professionals, so when you think salon, you know, hair, nail, makeup, right. but also what we call lifestyle professionals, massage right. therapists, teeth whitening, Botox, chiropractors. It really, if it falls into the health, beauty, wellness arena, we can license a suite to them. So it gives the professional a, a space to run their business. They can set their own hours. Um, sell their own products, can build their own empire. Uh, so we're very big advocates uh, for the professional and, and want to give them that flexibility and, you know, a clean, right. safe space to operate out of. You know, it's interesting. When I was reading the, the whole history of Phoenix Salon Suites, Philip, I mean, it, 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 if we always tell our listeners, you know, look towards the, indus- the industry experience of the founders, you know, and, and you can go all the way back to, I guess, 1929. It seems like Gina was kind of like destined to be in this industry, wasn't she? I mean, she was born into the industry, wasn't she? (laughs) Yeah, she she was. They have 27 people in their family that are all in the industry. She started probably five years old, uh, sweeping hair in her her father's salon. (laughs) Um, So, you know, that, that... that really sets us apart from a lot of the competition yeah. um, being led by a professional. And Gina spent over 45,000 hours behind the chair, 13,000 wow. hours actually working in a suite. Um, she has a huge following on social media. She's been on Undercover Boss. They're yes, turning her out about that one. a movie and filming the makeover show. Yeah. Um, so it creates a lot of additional you know, buzz around the brand and shows the professionals that and we, we have somebody who's been in their shoes uh, leading the company, and that's going to have great empathy for them. So, again, right. we're, we're very big advocates for the professional and, and helping them you know, be able to, to operate an affordable suite. Her story is amazing, too, Philip, because it kind of sounds like what happened was, you know, when I was reading a little bit about this story was I guess she was cutting hair in a particular salon, and then, you know, she was pregnant, I guess, ready to have her baby, or she was having her baby. Maybe you could tell that story, because I thought that was certainly the catalyst, yeah. wasn't it, for Phoenix Salon Suites, wasn't it? Right, right. So back in 2002, Gina was working at a, a standard booth rent salon, and mm-hmm. she had her newborn son, Phoenix, uh, a few days yeah. early. So that's where the name comes from. It's right. actually named after her firstborn son, and you know, that's why it's uh, spelled a little differently. But while she was yeah. in the hospital, she got a call from the salon owner saying, hey, you're, you're a day late on your payment. <sighs> You've never been late before. You know, what's going on? She naturally apologized, and I just had my kid unexpectedly. Right. And he says, congratulations, but if you want to keep your booth, I'm going to need to have your dad or husband run a check down to me today you know, while Incredible. she's in the hospital. So she said, you know what, I'm, I'm done working for these salon owners who don't have empathy for what we go through. Why don't right. I open my own salon? So she started to look for property and, and pretty quickly came across a struggling salon that was in the red. Um, yeah. Within a week of coming across that property, she had taken ownership. And she was able to turn it around very quickly because she focused on the culture and the location and mm-hmm. put the professionals above herself. But, you know, even being from the industry and being a professional herself, she found it difficult to, to manage 30 different personalities and, and do scheduling right. and payroll yeah. and, you know, all, all that. So she had this idea because her mom used to work in the back of the salon and had her own kind of private room that she absolutely raved about it. It's yeah. like having her own mini salon. So she said, you know, what if I open a, a property with a bunch of mini salons like that? So right. in 2007, she opened the first Phoenix Swan Suites in Colorado Springs. Um, 
location did so well that they opened another location not even two miles down the road from their first, um, early 2009. That did so well, they, they started the franchise. And here we are today with 315 locations. We're in 32 states. We're the, the first international franchise brand. We have location in uh, Manchester. So wow. the brand's performing you know, extremely well and is, is really taking off. It's, it's a great story, isn't it, Philip? I mean, when I hear this story, I mean, it's, it's one of the reasons why we started the show is you hear that kind of story, you say, oh, my God, you know, I mean, it, it really, it's, it's, it's fantastic. How does, I know technology is, is, is a big part of your business, too, Philip. Maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, how you incorporate technology into the business. Yeah, so there's, there's multiple ways that we incorporate technology. Now, for our franchisees, um, you know, we've invested quite a bit in our real estate model, and it shows all the main drivers for our business. Mm-hmm. Where are the salons, nail salons, barbershops located? How many professionals work in each of those locations? Because the professional will <clears throat> excuse me, build a book of business yeah. at a local salon, and then once they right. have a solid book, they'll come license a suite from us. So important to see where, where those you know, professionals are so we can be located close to them. And right. um, so we, we help with the site search using technology. Our app is very intuitive and, and it's kind uh-huh. of dual-sided. So one side for the franchisee, it's more of a property management app. The franchisee right. can communicate with their professionals, collect payment, and has a lead management tool, um, house all their documentation. They can find their license agreements right there on, on the spot at the end of the suite tour. Um, but it's also for the professional and um, provides a lot of resources for them at, at no cost. So we actually have scheduling software, credit card processing at the lowest rate in the industry. It has training videos and wow. different tactics on how they can build their business. Um, even has access to PPP loan programs, uh, telemed, wow. discount prescription cards, so, you know, it goes above and beyond just their, their standard business needs. You mentioned PP loan, Philip. Um, you know, it makes me think of, you know, COVID. The theme, the theme of the show last year was it was hard to avoid was, was, was the whole topic of COVID. What, what, did, you, what did you or Phoenix Salon Suites learn from the whole, you know, COVID crisis? You know, ultimately, um, COVID really just added fuel to the fire for, yeah. for Phoenix. Because if there was a, you know, a setup, for COVID, we're it mm-hmm. we're with the individualized suites. You know, it's not an open-air salon where you're sharing washbowls and right. things of that nature. Um, and COVID has and is going to continue to, to change behavior. People are going to feel yep. less comfortable, you know, sitting in an open-air salon. So it gives right. a professional peace of mind and their customer peace of mind sitting in an right. individualized suite. Um, so last year, we actually saw a 344% increase in professionals looking to license a suite from us. Wow. The, the trend is, is the same this year, um, final numbers to, to be announced in January. Right. But you know, we're, we're seeing huge demand um, for our suite, and a lot of that has to do with COVID. Now, you know, we were growing yeah. very quickly before that, but again, uh, COVID was somewhat of an accelerant. Right, right. It, you know, it, it's interesting, Philip. I, you know, I mean, I remember, you know, going back to last year, I mean, Pennsylvania was one of those very strict states. I mean, everything was shut down in the state. And, you know, and it made me realize, you know, because my hair was getting really long, and so was my son's. And, and you realize that, you know, your industry is, is recession resistant. I mean, what, I was willing to drive all the way to West Virginia almost to get a haircut. I mean, that's how bad it was. It, it shows that, you know, people really need your service, don't they? Uh, absolutely. And, yeah, that, that was apparent before uh, COVID with, with us opening our, our first location in 2007 and then second, right right after the housing crisis. 
um, people's hair and nails are going to grow during good times and bad. Right. You know, there, there's right. always going to be a need for these services, and it's very technology-resistant. You know, there's, there's not yeah. going to be a, a drone that flies down and <laughs> cuts your hair or gives you a massage. Um, so there's always going to be a, a person that needs to be there to, to do this, and they need a space to operate out of as well. What's been what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you, Peter? Since I mean, joining Phoenix Lawsuits, I know you, you have a long background in, in, in franchising. I know you originally come from like the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. What, what stands out, you know, about Phoenix Salon Suites since you've been with them? You know, I, I, the the culture is extremely strong here. Yeah, um, you know, the, our founders run this business as a family-run business. Yeah. And, you know, the, the way that we interact with our franchisees and, and our professionals, it's not like some other brands where, you know, it's, it's strictly corporate. If you, right. you take the wrong breath, we're going to terminate your, your agreement. That, that's not how right. we operate. You know, right. We work very right. closely uh, with our franchisees and, and welcome that dialogue. Uh, so I'd say the, the culture and the model. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, my past life, the, the model was, you know, a lot more hands-on. You had 30 employees right. um, that right. were you know, constantly turning over. You had a lot of inventory yeah. you had to deal with. And with this brand, you, you have one employee. You have no inventory. So it, wow. it's a pretty simple model that is is more property and, and culture management at the end of the day. You were talking about <clears throat> franchisees, Philip. Uh, you know, maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, what type of characteristics or traits do you want or do you look for in your new franchisee? Yeah, so we have franchisees from all walks of life. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that this business is not rocket science. Um, right. You know, you're, right. you're one employee. You don't need somebody with a business degree or real estate license. Um, now, we have a lot of C-suite executives that that are you know mm-hmm. sick of the rat race and right. You know, not necessarily ready to retire, but they yeah. don't want to work, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week. They just want sure. something to do on the side. Right. So um, franchisees who have some real estate experience uh, mm-hmm. or marketing experience, that certainly helps. It's not a requirement. Um, right. They also need the ability to invest, you know, roughly 300000 in, in liquid capital um, and net worth of at least a million just to you know, make sure they can obtain financing. What's the training like, Philip? I mean, once you decide that you, you, you do like them, they like you, and they do want to come on board as a franchisee, what are some of like the next steps as far as training goes? Oh, great, great question. I'm glad you asked because our founders, and I don't know too many brands where the, the founders are, you know, especially our size, um, where the founders are still hands-on in training. You know, yeah, it's that's great. It's so important to our founders, um, Gina and, and Jason Rivera, that mm-hmm. our franchisees truly understand the relationship you know, with, with the professionals and, and how to communicate and, and work with them. So we actually have a, a three-day in-classroom setting uh, training mm-hmm. that's led by our founders, focused on professional retention, marketing, um, you know, cultivating culture, things of that right. nature. And then uh, two to three days of on-site training at their location a few mm-hmm. days before they open to make sure they're set up, all their questions are answered, and they're ready to rock and roll. Uh, but then we also have ongoing, um, you know, training. We do an annual convention where we invite not only our franchisees, but their right. professionals and, and their one employee as well. So didn't do it last year for, for obvious reasons. But the year before right, that, sure. we had over 800 people in attendance. Um, and wow. we call it our... Phoenix Family Reunion. 
Um, wow. So it's just a great opportunity for all the franchisees to get together, um, the professionals, and just shows everybody that, that they're a part of something bigger than themselves. Um, so it's, it's a really cool experience. Um, and then, you know, ongoing operational support. Our operations team is there 24-7, anything that the franchisee needs. Um, ultimately, franchisee success is, is our success, so we want to make sure we, we do everything we can um, to drive that success, and, and they continue right. to grow with us. It makes me wonder, Philip, you know, I mean, did, did Gina know early on, I mean, when she first started, you know, her, her first initial operation, I mean, was franchising like part of the picture or was it something that just kind of, they said, okay, we have something here. This can be duplicated. We have this, this strong system, this strong brand. I think we're ready to franchise. Is that how it happened or was it always part of the big picture? No, yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure on that answer, yeah. but I, I think it just kind of, you know, came to them that, right. listen, we, we opened our first, the, the second one's doing well, right. um, let's right. prove concept, open another right. you know, a couple of locations, and yeah. you know, Jason also has some experience in, in franchising as well, oh, okay, um, good. so it was just the, the, the natural next step. Natural, right, absolutely, that's fantastic. What's, um, what's a typical day like for a Phoenix Salon Suite franchisee, Philip? I mean, you know, from, I guess, maybe the time they open to the time they go home, it sounds like, you know, there could be a little bit of like absentee ownership, I guess, but maybe you can talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So this model is, you know, very um, semi-absentee. You know, once you're, you're up and running, especially after the first 12 months, if a franchisee is spending more than a couple hours a week inside of their location, mm-hmm. we say you know that 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 can be too much time. Now right. they may be doing you know some some marketing and other things outside of of the brick and mortar establishment, but right. um, they don't have to spend a lot of time because again it just becomes property management. If a professional sure. has a leaky faucet or a broken door hinge, you know, we want right. to get that fixed quickly. Um, we understand that that can, can interrupt their business, so we want to get that done as soon as possible. Um, check in, make sure the professionals have everything that they need and, and that the, the culture is intact. Um, but right. outside of that, there, there's not a lot to it. You know, that, that one employee will help keep the common areas clean um, and kind of be the eyes and ears of the location. So it frees the franchisee up to, to focus on you know, their other units or maybe other right. businesses or you know, spend time with their family. That's terrific. You, as I mentioned earlier in the show, Phil, I mean, you've been involved in franchise. I was studying your background. I mean, you've, you've been doing this quite a long time now. So when I have someone like yourself on the show, I mean, I have to ask you, I mean, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Because, you know, like, it seems like there's so much out there today to choose from. You know, I mean, yeah. there's just more systems every single year. So, I mean, from everything you've learned <laughs> up to this point, what, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? At the end of the day, it's all about finding the right fit. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't, you know, don't don't rush into a franchise or Mm. ever feel like you've been sold on a franchise. Mm -hmm. Um, The the way that we approach the business is here's the information on the brand. Um, Mm -hmm. We love information on you, and and let's just see if we're a good fit at the end of the day. It's it's not about jamming a franchise down somebody's throat or or anything like that. Um, Right. So, you know, make sure you do your due diligence. Uh, definitely, you know, investigate not only the, you know, economic side and, and make sure that, you know, the, the returns that you want to see are there, but also mm-hmm. that the culture is there as well. Right. Because you're going to be partnered with them for, you know, this, this is a long-term partnership. Um, so yeah. you want to make sure that you, you see eye to eye. 
I think that's great advice. So if you look into a crystal ball, Philip, I mean, if you can look, you know, maybe three years, five years down the road, I, I know Phoenix One, you mentioned earlier that there's, I mean, like this international growth going on now too. I mean, where, where do you see the organization maybe three years, five years down the road? Yeah, so, you know, in, in five years, we'll be at least at, at 500 units. Um, right now, we have the location open in Manchester, and we signed for right. 75 uh, in the U.K. and Republic wow. of Ireland. Um, we also just signed for uh, eight locations in Sweden. So wow. we have our eyes on, on other markets like Canada, uh, Spain. Sure. Um, so definitely we'll have more, more international locations and, and be at the 500-unit mark um, and, and continuing to grow. That's terrific. What's the best way, Philip, for our listeners to get more information on Phoenix Salon Suites? Of course, is the franchise opportunity, but even the service itself. Are there any websites you can kind of direct our listeners to? Yeah, there's, there's a few different ways. Um, so our franchise development website is phoenixsalonsuitesfranchising.com, and mm-hmm. Phoenix is spelled without the O. So, again, okay. phoenixsalonsuitesfranchising.com. They can fill out an inquiry, and we'll send them some information. I'll reach out personally uh, to answer any questions. Or if they want to reach me directly, uh, my number is 770-670-1223, or they can email me at pwatson at phoenixsalonsuites.com. Um, and if they want some, some information on the consumer side, our consumer website is phoenixsalonsuites.com. Well, that's fantastic. I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Philip, and I'd already like to invite you back over the next year year or two as you continue to grow because I I think this is a wonderful opportunity. And I remember when I got to see Gina on Undercover Boss, and I thought that was a great episode, by the way. Yeah, she really is great. Very humble, passionate. Yes. Um, it's, It's been great working with her. And we'll, uh, Philip, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on the show. So picture this scenario. You just started a company and you need to hire a chief marketing officer, chief financial officer, and chief operating officer. How much do you think it'll cost to achieve this task? What if you can start a company that immediately has these positions already filled in place and ready to go? Would you be interested? Well, today's great quote in franchising comes from Ben Crosby of 
franchise development for the Drip Bar franchise opportunity. And Ben discusses this notion on this Great Quotes and Franchising podcast. So here we go with Ben Crosby of the Drip Bar franchise opportunity. What advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Because there is so much out there today. There's, there's more to choose from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a little confusing to someone who's new to getting involved in franchising. So what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Yeah, uh, be open-minded. Yeah. Uh, talk and yeah. learn through the, the business first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we on the brand dev side things, but some – most should be looking to educate the consumer first and right. the prospects because at yeah. the end of the day, if you understand and have a passion for whatever business it is, right. uh, you have a higher chance of being successful. Franchising right. is a great opportunity because you you're really partnering with, uh, with a C-level team. Right. Uh, confirming that they're actually a C-level team is very right. important as well when you're sure. a prospect looking around. You don't want to be sold, you know, a, a, a false false hope, false promises. Right. But right. if everything is checks off, you appreciate and understand the business, and you like the team that's there to support you. Um, really, in the early times, focus on working with the team. You know, do, get rid yeah. of all the distractions in the periphery. Work with the team, be transparent, be motivated to be successful, and uh, a good franchise system will give you all the tools in order to be successful. Yeah, I like. I haven't heard that before in, in, in 14 years, Ben, as you mentioned, you know, to partner with C-level, C-level partners. You know what I mean? That's right. You, don't, you yeah. don't get that experience when you go into your own business, you know, and, and, and I, I think that's really... If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Ben Crosby of the Drift Bar Franchise Opportunity, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com and go to our Franchise Interviews listed alphabetically page, or you can go to our Franchise Interviews listed by category page, and you can go under Health and Fitness and let Lastly, we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a big hit, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.